Hey everyone, it's Mike. Just want to give you a spoiler warning for the finale episode of Miss Marvel. So if you haven't seen it already, even though we're like three freaking days late, uh, please uh, come back after you watch it. Or if you just don't care, uh, obviously go right ahead. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the MNN Marvel Mania Podcast. My name is Mike. My name is Nick. And today we are discussing the finale episode of Miss Marvel. A little bit late because Nick decided to take a vacation when the, when it came yes. out. He didn't work his schedule around our releases, so I, I didn't have a lot. I didn't have good service where I was, so we had to wait. For he work. was deep in the uh, mountains of Uzbekistan, and uh, the the cellular was just not that good it over there. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't went, great. Went to Budapest, really. Budapest, that's not in Uzbekistan, no, but all right. No, I'm saying I went to Budapest. Oh, uh, you went to two places. Yes. And, okay, well, that's a problem. I went to New York City. I went you, you, okay. I went a bunch of places. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure you have. But you didn't go to the partition. No. Because you're not I, Miss Marvel. I, I wasn't, dude. You, you, you can't travel back I, in I time? can't travel back in time. If I could, it, honestly, I wouldn't go there. I'd go somewhere else, but. I mean, obviously, yeah. Uh, why would you go to a place of great human suffering and when you can probably go somewhere better? Yeah, facts. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this episode, it was, um, listen, it was all right. Wasn't my <laughs> favorite episode. I think, I still think the best episodes of the show were episodes one and two, in my opinion. I don't know where you stand with it right now. Uh, I'm tending to agree, but I think this was a big step up from three, four, and five. Uh, three, four, and five was just exposition dump, expedition this, expedition that, exposition this, and it's just it, after over time it kind of got it kind of got it, it it grew very stale very quickly, and uh, I think in this episode they finally gave enough answers to where, okay, I think this is enough of a resolution, but this the show still suffered from the same six episode Disney Plus problem. That's the problem. The six episodes. And for as much as there was a lot of positives in this final episode, and there was, there was a number of big positives and a very good post credit scene too. Yeah. It just, there wasn't enough to sink my teeth into in these middle episodes for me to really be engaged. And this finale, again, like all the other ones, probably could have been served better by having another 15, 20 minutes onto it. But it's just the way the Disney Plus shows are. They're, they, they're in this formula of the six episodes, uh, and they do they're doing it by the books. You know, episodes one, two are like this. Three and four are usually the weakest ones, and then you got like five, which is a, a huge story, either like a flashback yeah. or something. And then you got six where they wrap everything up in a neat little bow. Yeah, I mean, six episodes definitely wasn't enough. I feel like to shine on this character more. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm look. You know, like I said. Uh, a couple of days ago, I found out She-Hulk's actually going to be nine episodes, which is going to be refreshing. Yes. I'm actually going to confirm that right now. No, it is. You can check it, but it is. Um, nine but, episodes. Yeah. But this... Uh, but this yeah, ep- nine episodes. That that's, that's great to that's hear. It's going to be good. That's good to hear. But I think, you know, this episode and episodes one and two were the best out of six. And I feel like this show could have gave some more character arc to... Miss Marvel. Yeah, well, I think the whole arc here was simply you're going from a girl who, you know, not very popular, kind of like a a stereotypical fangirl, and she becomes very similar to her favorite hero. 
Yeah. And it's kind of like that growth into becoming a hero. And we've seen it before, you know, the Spider-Man movies and stuff, stuff like that. But I thought they really nailed it well here because, again, Iman Vellani, who plays Miss Marvel, is just a perfect cast. I, I, It's one of those where I, you would understandably believe that, yeah, this is her in real life. And apparently the actress is very much like this. Oh, yeah. I saw, like, interviews with her, like, and her doing, like, Marvel uh, guesses and stuff like that. Like, uh, who says this Marvel line? How many Marvel films are there? Yeah, yeah. Like, she was doing, like, questionnaires and stuff. And she's, like, really good. Yeah. So this episode had a couple of neat little twists. But essentially, everything we were looking at at the end of episode five with Damage Control being the big villain... It was only part of damage control. Agent Cleary was not really a part of this episode outside of like a phone call. No, it was Deaver the whole time. Deaver, yeah. They kind of make Deaver the the bad guy here. So without getting into the minutia of every little movement of the characters, the final battle of this takes place at the school. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially Kamala and Bruno and Kamran fighting off damage control as they're trying to bring the nightlight in and Kamran in, who also has powers now from Najma. Yeah, he has the same powers as Kamala, but like literally the light energy. I don't know what it is really. Light it's energy. hard to describe it's it. It's really hard to describe it. But there were, I'd say I there were at least two or three highlights in the episode besides the post credit scene. Uh, one was when Bruno was dancing and just got the shit <laughs> i was like poor bruno my poor guy bruno i mean dude. dude walks in the room just as Kamran and kamala are about to kiss and i'm like my guy oh this poor dude i know and they're making it i don't know they they really didn't go much about it like we know like oh he goes to caltech stuff like that i, I think know. that was part of the reason he decides to go why because that you think well because i think he realized like oh you know dead she doesn't see me that way. Yeah. So I'm just going to bolt to California and pursue my dream. Yeah. I mean, he's 16. No, so, I mean, that understandable decision. He gives me, and he did, he was like, a, I think, I don't know if he was a runner-up, but he was close to getting the uh, the part for Spider-Man for Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, I think he auditioned alongside Tom Holland. Yeah. I mean, would have been a good fit, too. I, he's pretty, I could see it. I could see it 100%. But I liked him as a character, and I want to see more of him. Yeah. I really, I really do. Um, the other part was seeing, uh, Miss Marvel Kamala Khan use Embiggen, which is where she like stretches out her body and, you know, obviously she doesn't stretch out because it's like mostly matter and stuff. Well, the final battle here at the school. So you have a bunch of diversions being set up in the school by Kamala, Zoe, Mm -hmm. Amir, Kamran. She was a weird twist in there. I'm sorry. She came out of nowhere. Yeah. uh, I think it was just their way of trying to tie it back into that first episode because Kamala did save her. And it's kind of another one of those moments where it's like Zoe, who is the popular girl Mm -hmm. at the school, is gives Kamala her respect. Because she now she her. now now Kamala is a hero. Got all of her followers going to the school. Mm-hmm. Yada. It's like okay, yeah. Yeah, calls down all her followers. You know, they're trying to bring in these two people, but they're heroes. And then that's how the crowd shows up. That's how Kamala's parents find out uh, that she's there. And also the first scene of the uh, episode where she was going to tell them, where she was literally about to tell the rest of her family uh, because her mom already knew from Pakistan. That she was Miss Marvel, or rather the Nightlight, and then it's like, oh hey, uh, yeah, we already know. Because <laughs> yeah, her mom said it to you know her dad, and then all of a sudden it went to her brother, and it was like, 
yeah, we tell each other everything. And oh, the phone was on speaker. That's yeah, yeah. He, he put the phone on speaker when he was telling her when she told him, and then Amir heard it, and it's like, okay, so I guess Kamala is a superhero now. I and, yeah, no, continue. Uh, I really like how the mom kind of changed changed here. It kind of reminds me a little bit of how Aunt May changed to supporting Peter. Well, yeah, I think Aunt May was gonna be supportive either way when she found out. Mm-hmm. You know, but once once Muniba finds out here, she kind of starts supporting Kamala too, and walks in, and we hear the report about Kamran and Bruno being chased, and yeah. she's got to go find them and save them. And she's like, you're not going anywhere dressed like that, you know? Well, I think she realized that she also kind of, like, we found out in episode, I think it was episode five, but how, like, her mother was kind of a rebel, too. And we found out how she, like, wanted to do things and do go on adventures, stuff like that. And I think she understood where her daughter was coming from, you know? And I really like the connection with the dad, too, because the dad, like at that point like understood what she was like you're a superhero you you know you're you're meant to do greatness you know things like that and he gave her her name like what her name actually means kamala means marvel means a wonder marvel and it's like wait are the same name as carol freaking danvers yeah and you are our miss marvel yep and it was a nice i really thought the parent stuff worked great in this episode i like the parent stuff yeah the part of this episode that I guess if I have a problem with, the battle wasn't really, it wasn't that crazy, but I thought that again, they kind of got caught up in like the whole spectacle of like Comron's powers going crazy and then her powers containing him. And then it's just the two of them on a green screen. So it kind of, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit, I don't know. I wish they had done something more creative with it. Well, I think the problem is, is that you have, I mean, not besides like, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, you have a teenager and like, who's that teenager going to go up against? Like, is they going to go up against a big villain? Like, you know, how Peter Parker went up against Vulture, like for his first bad guy, or are you going to have like damage control, which is like not that dangerous to like test her powers out? I really do like, how they didn't go with like a, a big time comic book villain for this series. I mean, I don't know what else. I don't know who the villain is for her. Well, so. you see, that's no, number one is she doesn't have at least, you know, I'm sure comic readers will know differently. To yeah. me, like there's no like standout villain I knew of before this series that would make a ton of sense. No, I thought scrolls. That's what I thought. And then number two, uh, it's the fact that the MCU's already had so much high stakes stuff happen in it. I mean, and even these TV shows, with these TV shows, which are supposed to be more independent tales and the movies are the big spectacle, Yeah, I think it makes more sense for the stories to be more personalized here than world-ending conflict like we see in Doctor Strange or in Endgame and stuff like that. So it's I saw something, I don't exactly remember how it was said, but... There was like there are movies and TV shows that are different from everything. Like not everything is is the same anymore. You have your cosmic level movies and TV shows, you have your street level TV shows and, and movies, and you have everything else that you know relates in a certain way. It has its own little branch, you know. And the MCU is branching off into different areas in the MCU, so that's how they're basically doing it. Yeah. And Kamala kind of fits both the cosmic and like that street street, level hero. But I think that she's going to end up kind of going between the two. I wouldn't be surprised, number one, if there's a season two of Miss Marvel. Because this 
the series, the way it ends kind of lends itself towards going right into the marbles. So we don't know if there's going to be a season two necessarily. I'll tell you this right now. If they're doing, I have three things I'm going to say. If they do a Miss Marvel season two, you need to do a Moon Knight season two. You, you need to do it. I'm sorry. I like Moon Knight a lot. I would love it if they did it. I know they're doing Loki season two. Also, my second, I guess, third thing, I guess, uh, is that the, the VFX people need a little slack and we need to cut down on the, the quantity and focus on the quality. Yeah, well, I, I mean, look, I'm no visual effects expert. I don't know either, but... But, I mean, I've just been seeing a lot of bad press about Marvel's v- VFX, and it's like, it's the type of thing, I guess, as somebody who's kind of like, you know, not experienced in that arena, it's the type of thing you don't really notice until it's pointed out to you. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I'm watching these the recent movies and recent TV shows. And I'm just like, yeah, this isn't great. Yeah. No, like, like, like Marvel has had some beautiful looking movies and has done some really, really good CGI. Like Thanos is some of the most impeccable CGI mm. I've, I've ever seen the way he comes to life on the screen. Yeah. It, in infinity war and Endgame is just insane. I thought that that was one of the best in all of these movies, making a character come to life on this, on the screen. So, you know what I think the real problem is? Like, not getting away from the show, obviously, is that, the like, besides the VFX and stuff like that, there was a big break in the world, you know, for movies, for just everybody in general. We had a, what, a year, year and a half break of of, yeah. of content for anything. And I think the problem is, is that we rushed so hard to, like, put out all these things to get back into the swing of things maybe yeah know? and i think that it kind of rushed all the other all the other projects that it had going on that's possible you know? i mean i'll tell you this like we're talking more about i guess we're talking more about the disney plus shows in this particular case because i look at uh some of the movies that have come out eternals is a beautiful movie one of the movies you i think it's the tv show yeah I, I that's where my problems kind of come with it but this show doesn't suffer from anything overly bad. It's just more of a it's more of like a, a nitpick to a degree. Yeah. But to get back, so we have our final battle at the school, and Agent Deaver is about to call in the troops to go in and start attacking. And Cleary calls in and he's like, Look, you're at a school, you're fighting children. This yep. is a bad look. Back out. We don't need to do this. And Agent Deaver's like, gotcha. And then all of a sudden, she just picks up her walkie-talkie. Yep, yeah. you have the clear. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she wants uh, she wants this uh, enhanced individual. And, uh, you know, you can do anything together. Yeah, I mean, I, the idea of damage control is the villain here, again, I really like it because, number one, it plays into the theme of the show, which obviously has to do a lot with Kamala's heritage as a Muslim and how after 9-11, we see a lot of that mm-hmm. happen where – and mosques became big targets for government to look into. Yes. And then also, I really like Agent Cleary. So any way to have him involved in the fold, I, I like in no way home. I, I he was in it for two minutes, but like he he stood out as a character that was like, you know, pretty pretty interesting. I hope to see him in Woodska. I hope to see him in She-Hulk. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in She-Hulk. And she-Hulk, I mean, there was the tie-in. I think we discussed this with the the prison that they were at. Yeah. That yeah, was... I think that I think is going to be where she works. Yeah. So if that that's another nice little tie-in. But the thing that this show in this episode in particular really had going for it, I think, is the it's the individual personal relationships that Miss Mar- Marvel has with all the people around her. 
you know, yeah. like I watch Moon Knight and that show really to me is less about the individual relationships between everybody and more about Mark Steven and the, the people in the body. It's mostly about the character. Yeah. The, the one, the one body being shared by three people by the end of the mo- by movie TV show <laughs> here. It's more about these interpersonal dynamics where you're focusing on Kamala and her place with Nakia as her friend, Bruno, Kamran, the love triangle or whatever that we yeah. all have speculated formed. I just felt like there was too much that, it was, it was just all over the place, in my opinion. And I felt like you should have focused more on characters and then branching out for a season two to, to get to know the other characters better. Well, I think that it didn't... I don't even think necessarily you needed two seasons. I think you just needed another two episodes. Well, I do. I think I think you probably needed another episode or two and maybe a little bit more length in an episode because, again, I just wish that the stuff that they did in episodes three, four, and five mm. didn't mean, oh, we're not going to see uh, what's going on on the home front much. Because yeah. for, for episodes four and five, we had one scene in New Jersey. That was it. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. Everything else was out of the country. Everything else was in uh, back in uh, Pakistan. Pakistan, yes. So, I no, mean. Uh, Karachi. Karachi. Isn't Karachi in Pakistan? I don't know. <laughs> We're looking geography lesson. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, it's, I in, it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's in Pakistan. I knew I was right. Well, I just remember Karachi. That's funny. yes. That's, that's funny. Okay, but yeah, you were saying. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you, uh, what do you think is going to be the role for Miss Marvel in the Marvels? So let's get into that post credit scene. So Kamala lays down on her bed, and all of a sudden. The bangle starts glowing or whatever, going off. And all of a sudden, boom, Carol Danvers. <laughs> she did like, it was like a weird, not transformation, but it was a weird like thing that they did. Because it like, seemed like she transformed or something or mm-hmm. like shapeshift or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, oh, shit, it's Captain Marvel. And we knew like, it. come on, it had to be her. Yeah. You know, like who else would it be besides maybe Monica, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, her suit looked pretty cool. I like the suit. Yeah. You know, her hair is like kind of grown in now. Like Shang Chi was like weird. Her hairstyle it was like looked like she was growing it back. And, like, I, I honestly don't even remember. Dude, it, her hair, her hair looked like crap. <laughs> okay. The little, the little things that I look at. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what is in store. I mean, I don't know where she got teleported to. I don't know where they switched out from. And uh, it's gonna be scary. They'll probably explain it when the when they like a trailer comes out for it. I'm kind of thinking that. So I read a theory that somehow the ten rings and the bangle are connected. It would make sense because both of them have this weird origin where we don't really know where they came from, mm-hmm. and that somehow the two of them are tied together because the post credit scene of Shang Chi had to do with them examining the rings, and there was like this what they call it a beacon or whatever. Yeah. And it's odd because the bangle doesn't really get explained. Like me and you, like when we were reviewing episode three, yeah. we're like, oh, I'm really looking forward. They're going to go to Pakistan. They're going to talk about the bangle. We found out diddly squat. Nothing okay? at all. You know, we met Kareem. That was probably about it in episode four. Yeah. You know? I mean, listen. And Waldine, may he rest. That's true. Yeah, he was cool. Uh, I mean, listen, whatever happens in the in the Marvels movie. I mean, I hope they explain somehow. I hope that 
Like, I know it's people are saying, like, oh, you know, there's no connection. They're not m- making it go towards anything. I hope they do. I hope there's some sort of, like, thing that's happening that eventually we'll start to see, you know, like some sort of pattern. I think I think I read somewhere, like, with uh, Doctor Strange and Incursions. I think I saw something like that. That's not the worst idea to have it tie into the Incursions. I'm kind of thinking that we're just looking at ancient technology. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to have something to do with that. Yeah, I think so. But... With the what's it called with the uh, with the thing that we saw at the end of the episode, the mutation. Oh, the here we go. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. the biggest part of the entire episode. We find out that not an inhuman in the MCU, yeah. but rather a mutant. So where do we go from here with that? The I mean, thing, that's uh, pretty crazy. I think so. I mean, listen, the mutant part. I, see, she's inhuman though. That's the thing. In the comics, she is inhuman. Yeah. In the comics, she's inhuman. So I don't understand like how they just switch it. I heard something like she was supposed to be a uh, uh, mutant in in the first place. Um. So I I know what you're referencing. One of Miss Marvel's creators, the comic creators, mm-hmm. said there was discussion about making her a mutant before they decided to go with her as an inhuman. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what it was. So I mean, not terrible. I I've always seen her as an inhuman. That's my take. I don't know. So my question with that is, okay, fine. We mutant. That was literally the first time we've heard mutant mutation in the MCU. Yeah, I know people are complaining like, oh, we saw Professor X. What do you mean mutants? They didn't call him a mutant. They didn't call him a mutant. Like there was nothing involved. Like obviously we know he is, but and also when you think about it, okay, I. First and foremost, if the MCU is just going to foreclose Inhumans and rather deal with the mutants, Mm -hmm. that's fine, okay? I think it works here for one reason in particular. What is one of the things, and this is something I've researched and kind of seen on my own, partially with the X-Men movies and then my independent research. It's like one of the big things about the X-Men is that mutants aren't exactly well-liked. No, not at all. And mutants are kind of outsiders. They're, they're, They're outcasts. And a lot of people have a disdain for them simply because they're mutants. And I like the fact that Miss Marvel, who's an outsider as a teenager and growing into this hero role, might be in that same place. Because, again, it kind of adds further fire to her story where right now, yeah, she's a teenager trying to find her place. And now she has this extra layer to it. Well, I think that – so there's one thing I would like to say is that with the Department of Damage Control, I think it's going to be like that's the place for for enhanced individuals, obviously, and you know that's where we're going to see She Hulk go to, and she's going to be representing you know maybe enhanced individuals that we don't know about. Abomination, yeah, you know, abomination, you know, such and such like that, and you might have a program that's announced in the Department of Damage Control, and that's what we we've seen in the X Men universe, which is the Sentinel program. Uh, yes, yes, the, right. The Sentinel program is where there are these big robots that are able to kind of fight the mutants. You know, that's like that was like the thing. Well, maybe it won't be so much geared toward mutants, but well, rather just superhumans I in think general. Superheroes in general, but mostly it'll be like the X Men kind of. Vibe. Yeah, no, you know what? I think if that's the route they're gonna go down, that's really not a bad route at all. And okay. I, I know for I know there's a lot of people who are not happy about the fact she's not going to be an inhuman, and unless they somehow show that the mutation is actually just like, oh, you know, it's an inhuman gene, they would have said that. Yeah, but the thing is also is that I thought, like I told you this in like 
I don't know whatever episode it was, but I thought it would have been something like she doesn't need the bangle anymore, and the bangle just gave her the powers already, mm-hmm. like she doesn't need to wear it anymore. And I thought at the end of it, we were going to see the bangle destroyed, and the power was going to disperse around the whole world. Yeah, and make mutants a thing mm. like in the world, like where all these enhanced problems were happening. I don't think that the MCU is ready to crack open the egg that much yet. You think it'll be like a phase five kind I, of deal? Maybe it's a phase five type of deal, but I don't think since we haven't even gotten the hint. First off, they they haven't even formally announced an X Men movie yet. No. So the only people who are mutant types in the MCU right now are Wanda and Miss Marvel. That's literally it. So there's really like, it's, if you had a cast of characters to work with already, and then you want to go down that route for like their story, that's fine. But you're not really going anywhere right now. Wanda's taking time off and Miss Marvel is headed into another movie with Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau. Right. I think what you might see is that happen down the line, maybe there could be some hint towards it later on. But I kind of like the idea of the slow burn introduction for it, where they don't just all of a sudden drop an earth shattering reveal about it because, you know, we all know it's coming. Yeah. But rather they take their time and they're like, OK, here's what we're going to do. And they're going to have it slowly play out where Miss Marvel gets her powers. Oh, Miss Marvel's a mutant. And then all of a sudden we see other people, new heroes come in, whether we get them in other movies, TV shows, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden we can start to get like, well, now we're seeing multiple people with this. Why is that the case? And then from there, who knows? Well, we'll see what happens with, you know, the coming movies. We have, we have a lot left to, to go over for movies. We have, well, we got the Marvels, obviously Black Panthers this, this year. Mm -hmm. You have Ant-Man 3. And is and Fantastic Four. Guardians three. No, I said Guardians three. Oh, I think I did. So that's four movies that are that are left, and then whatever left with TV shows like Secret Invasion and She Hulk. I guess that's it. There's gonna be a bunch of stuff announced in like in October. No, I think it's I think it's August. Like, is it August? Mm-hmm. Maybe whenever's Comic Con. Whenever it is, they have a huge panel coming up, and they're going to announce either phase five or whatever left of phase four. I think they might be phase five. And I'm kind of expecting that we're going to get a hugely anticipated movie drop for like an X-Men release date. Mm-hmm. So maybe that would tie back into why they're dropping this, this name in this finale episode right before they have their Hall H presentation. Maybe. You know, yeah. I, I think that kind of makes sense. But overall, Nick, where do you stand on this series? You know, what rating would you give it? You know, I know it was a little up and down for you, but where are you putting it? Uh, I'll give it a fair score. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? Yeah, I'll give it a fair score. Okay. It wasn't great, but it was, you know, there were still parts that I was excited about. Yeah. I'm a little bit more positive on it, I think, than you because – while you weren't really a fan of episodes four and five, mm-hmm. for me, four and five were necessary to kind of tell her story. And we agree they suffer from the same old Disney plus Marvel problem. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it like a 7.5 because I think that this show sets up, first of all, what the hell's going on with the Marvel movie now? Right. The Marvel's movie. And also, now the mutants are in the MCU. 
They're here. It's a hundred percent. It's canon. Yes. And that is just that's massive. No, it is a big. And deal. that and that alongside introducing a new hero who I honestly think is going to be one of the leaders of the MCU going forward. Because well, yeah. she's not only not only is she young, but she's also got a unique power set, and now she's a mutant. Yeah. Miss Marvel is going to be a face for the MCU going forward, and she's going to be one of the primary faces going forward. I wouldn't be surprised if the Marvels, because even though even though Carol Danvers hasn't been in the MCU that long, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of like Miss Marvel coming into her own, and the story focuses a lot on her as well. Right. Well, listen, you see what happens. You don't know what... what... I don't really know what to expect right now. So no, me neither. I have no so, idea. <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens along the way. I'm hoping. I'm hoping they just keep it going and keep keep going with the good stuff. But yeah, anything else on this one, man? No, uh, I I enjoy talking about this series. I'm excited for She-Hulk coming up and Black Panther coming up as well. Yep, we got a month till She-Hulk because I think it comes out the 17th. We're recording this on the 16th of July, 17th of August, I think. So yeah, we might have to do a Zoom one. <laughs> yeah, we're both going to be away we're that week. We're both going to be away. So. so yeah, all right, we'll have to figure that we'll out, obviously. That out. But either way, we'll be around for that. Uh, you'll be getting the last couple episodes of the Rewind from what we were doing. It's taking us over a year, but we're almost done with it. We're almost done. We got Far From Home and some of the TV shows. And then, look... Uh, whenever that Hall H presentation drops, we're obviously going to discuss that as oh, well. Yeah, we'll do 100%. a new, we're going to be doing a news thing on that. So stay tuned for all of that. But overall, Miss Marvel, thumbs up. Really, really solid entry for the character. But obviously, Disney Plus Marvel shows got some issues. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. But yes, for both of us here at the M and N Marvel Mania podcast, I've been Mike, and I've been Nick, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, everyone.